Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Friday, June the 10th, 2022. It is currently 4.16 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live two stories above a street right here in Abilene, Texas. And, well, just for full transparency, what we were about to discuss was not on my agenda at all. In fact, I'd come up here about two hours earlier, set up the computer, went to the studio software, filled out the title, filled out everything, all of the hashtags, had it all ready to go, had had everything ready to go, just waiting here for me, but... <laughs> Well, after I got everything set up, I went back downstairs, was doing a number of other things, and I realized I had received an email, and I opened my email inbox, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. So when I came back up the steps, I, I, I came over here and I deleted everything I had ready to go. I'm like, okay, we're, gonna, we're going to at least start today. I don't know how many live broadcasts we're going to do today, but the first one is going to be focused on the email that I have received. But I really want to stress this, okay, because I don't want this to come out. I don't want this to come across like I'm out there searching for what other ministries are doing just so that I can criticize it. I don't want it to come across that way, that I have some ax to grind, that I am that I'm think that I'm better than anyone else. I don't want it to come across in any way shape, or form like that. I don't want anyone to misunderstand. The only reason I'm going to talk about this is because the email was sent to me, right? Like, I didn't go looking for it. It was sent to my email inbox. So if you're sending this kind of thing out to everyone, well, then I I think it's perfectly acceptable to at least discuss, to at least critique a little bit. But but there there I, there is one way I could critique it. There's there's an obvious way that I could offer some criticism. And let me make it very clear: I will offer that criticism. You'll understand in a minute. But I want to throw out something else before we get there, because as soon as I start reading this and and I get to the specific line, you're going to be like, what in the world is going on? Maybe, maybe you're going to be like, who cares? I got the same email and it didn't bother me. Maybe you did. Maybe it won't bother you, but it ju- it bothers me. There, there's, there's a lot of things within the evangelical, and I like to call it the evangelical industrial complex that to me reminds me more of a business, of politics, it has every, it has all the marks of a fleshly endeavor instead of a spiritual endeavor. It seems more of a fleshly industrial complex than a spiritual ministry or spiritual pursuit. And you may disagree, but I just believe there's a lot of that within the evangelical world. And I know sometimes when you're a Christian, you don't even see it. You're just, it just becomes a part of the subculture that you find yourself. But I, I believe there's much within the Christian world that, that put it this way, if you don't believe it deserves criticism, I think it deserves at least a healthy discussion and maybe a healthy second look, possibly, maybe, maybe, would you at least give me that? Uh, okay, maybe you will not. I, I think you should, but here, here we go. Okay, so I want to make this very clear. Again, there's an obvious criticism. But before I even read it, this, I want, I want to at least throw this idea out there. I don't know if you have 
looked around or paid any attention, but there's been much discussion that the church is undergoing kind of a a major change, right? There's a lot of factors going on. First, the church attendance is down across almost all denominations, all different kinds of churches, large churches, small churches. Many of them have lost a considerable number of people who used to attend. You can blame it on the pandemic. You can blame it on whatever you want to blame it on. The fact is church attendance is down all across denominations, and many churches have closed down because they've lost so many people. So many so many people did not return after the pandemic. Now, yes, there's always those churches that are an exception to it, but I'm just saying in general, if you were a church running 500, you may be running like 250 now. If your Sunday school hour had 100 people, you may be lucky to have 20 now. Now, I'm just, I'm just throwing out hypothetical numbers, but in other words, there's been a massive decrease. I don't have the specific numbers in front of me, but it's pretty serious. And some major churches connected with some major names have had to close down campuses, Willow Creek Church has had some major issues. They've had to lay off people. So there's there's a major change happening in church attendance, all right? Second, there's a lot of discussion going on. So first, there's a lot of discussion about the decreasing church attendance. Second, there's a lot of discussion about what is church going to look like in the future? Is everyone going to be attending church in some type of virtual reality? Uh, is, that, is that where we're headed? Are we are we headed to, to some situation where people are putting on virtual reality goggles and that's how they're attending church? There are churches now who are providing services in that type of uh, and, and, and how can we say it? in that world of technology? In fact, I have articles here of people who are of of journalists who've grabbed a pair of virtual reality goggles and have gone to the different churches that are offering services and um, offered their review. We'll talk about that at some point. But uh, so first, church attendance is down, and secondly, there's a move to possibly. Well, the future of church could change dramatically. Are people going to be not attending in person, but in a sense be attending online through some type of virtual reality? Is the new community, quote unquote, church community going to be a virtual reality community? Though many of you will be like, absolutely not, just never going to happen. But clearly there are some things that are changing. There are things that are changing. So as things are changing, do you think ministries have to maybe reconsider some of the ways that they have, how, how can we say it, ministered or how they've conducted their business? I hate to say it that way. Their business? Do you think there needs to be a change? I just want to throw those ideas out there because what I have here that I received in my email inbox to me is the old way of doing business. And I don't know if this is going to, to be sustainable moving into the future. You may disagree, but that's okay. Let's let's get to this, all right? Here is what I received, all right? I received this at 3.01 p.m. today, June the 10th. As soon as I open the email, I see someone holding a Bible, standing behind a little glass podium or a plexiglass podium, whatever it's made out of, and it says this, the truth of God's word is urgently needed today. Okay, that that, that sounds important. The truth of God's word is urgently needed today. And you know what? I think anyone who claims to be a Christian in any generation, in any era, at any part of the world, we always say God's word is urgently needed today. I mean, all Christians at least give 
an amen to that. I don't think there's, I think there's very few Christians like, actually, I don't think God's word is needed. Okay. I think most Christians are going to like, God's word is needed today. Sounds important, right? Sounds urgent. So underneath that is a big, kind of a little red rectangle. And it says, help now. Oh, okay. So the truth of God's word is urgently needed today, but they need my help. Without my help, I guess God's word is not going to make it out. I guess God's word is not going to make it to where it needs to go. They need my help. So let's see what that has to say. And I'm going to quote. The continued drift of our culture into radical and dangerous waters makes it more imperative that we stem the tide by boldly proclaiming God's truth. All right, so it's going to it's going to utilize the the drift of society, the changes happening in society to to and I says sound the alarm bells. Hey, look, don't you agree? Don't you agree that that our culture is going into radical and dangerous waters? And you'd be like, yes. So it's imperative that we stem the tide by boldly proclaiming proclaiming God's truth. How can we stop this this rising tide of? of radical ideology and ungodliness. How can we stop it? Well, we must boldly proclaim God's truth. And again, it's, it's, it's utilizing what many Christians are concerned about, what's bothering many Christians, the, as their exact words, the drift of our culture into radical and dangerous waters. Many Christians are worried about the drift of, of society, of the culture. And many of them would say, yes, we need to boldly proclaim the word of God. So they, they start off, everything they're saying, Christians are going to be like, yes, 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 yes. They're, they're utilizing those concerns, those, those, those things that bother them. I don't want to say fears, but those concerns about society. They go on to say, the danger of a drift, the danger of a drift is it's subtle. You can be lulled, lulled into thinking you're okay until you suddenly look up and realize you're miles downstream with a waterfall ahead. So now the danger of a drift, the danger of cultural drift is that it's subtle. You're, you're kind of lull and lulled into a false sense of security. You don't even realize it. And all of a sudden you wake up and you realize you're miles downstream and you're headed towards a waterfall. And that's where we're headed as a society. We're headed for the waterfall. And you're like, oh, yeah, I agree. We're, we're As society, we're headed towards a waterfall. We've been lull, lulled into a false sense of security. It's been subtle, but here we are. Okay, again, playing on those concerns. Next paragraph. This is exactly where America is today. America is today has drifted downstream and where a waterfall is just ahead. The email goes on to say, go on to say, I'm so concerned because history has shown that a weak church allows evil to flourish. Right? So it's this idea. We don't want weak churches. We don't want weak churches because weak churches will allow evil to flourish. All right. So we've got to do something for the churches or church singular. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see where this goes. For example, early on, Hitler hid his true purposes behind the cross. Now, you know, you know, once you throw in Hitler, who you're going to get everyone's attention. I mean, that's the go-to thing, right? If you're going to make an argument, use Hitler and you automatically win. If you're going to make people concerned 
throw in Hitler and you'll get everyone concerned. So, so I mean, this this email's got everything, right? It's got this the radical, uh, the the cultural uh, as they the 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 the, the uh, how can we say this the cultural shift that is radical and leading us into dangerous waters, right? That that we're, that America is basically now miles downstream headed towards a waterfall and that church, the history has shown that a weak church allows evil to flourish and we throw in that Hitler hid his true purposes behind the cross. Pastors who stood up to him started disappearing until there was nothing left but a compliant church. So don't be a compliant church. We've got to stand against this cultural this uh, uh, cultural uh, drift. We've got to stand against it. This radical shift and drift into dangerous waters. We've got to stop the uh, our country from going over the waterfall. I mean, it's it's using every phrase and every image it can to to pull you in. Okay, all right, all right, ma'am. We, we've got to do something. So what should we do? Here we go. The growing weakness of the church is part of the drift I see today, but there is an effective way to counter the lies. Boldly declare the truth of God's word and equip believers to take their stand for Christ, whatever the cost. All right, so so there's, there's something we can do. There's something we can do. There's something we can do to counter the lies, and that is to boldly declare the truth of God's word and equip believers to take the stand, no matter the cost. So, so the, what we, the society is about, um, our country is about to go over the waterfall. And what we've got to do is we've got to stop, the, we've got to correct the weakness in the church because the weak church allows evil to flourish. So what do we need to do? We need to boldly proclaim God's word. All right. So I'm, I'm waiting now in the email that what they need my help in doing, they need me to be involved in boldly proclaiming God's word. That has to be it because, I mean, the, they've, they've outlined the problem and the solution is to bro- boldly proclaim God's word. So what they want to do is to encourage me. Maybe they're going to offer me some tools. Maybe they're going to offer me some resources to help me proclaim God's word in my neighborhood, in my home, in my church, wherever. That, that's that's got to be what the purpose of this email is, right? What, what, what do you think? Here we go. We will continue doing this at Moody Church Media in partnership with you and other friends. To that end, I urge you to send your gift now. Hey, hey, We've got to boldly proclaim God's word, and we're going to do that right here at Moodya Church Media. We're going to do that, and we need your gift code. We need your money now. It becomes very clear in the next paragraph. Your support is most essential at this time to keep on teaching God's truth and warning of the dangers ahead uh, for our culture. We must... We must, that's the words they use. We must, meaning it's absolutely essential. It's critical. We must raise $395,000 by June 30th as we draw towards the end of Moody Church Media's financial year. They will go ahead, they have to, if, if, if they're going to, look, the church is weak. The country is adrift. The country is about to go over the waterfall. The only way, evil will flourish with weak churches. But Moody 
church media. They're there to fix it. They're there to strengthen the church, and but they need your help. In fact, they need, they must have, they must raise $395,000 by June 30th. Because you cannot boldly proclaim God's word without $395,000. There's just no way. There's no way to boldly proclaim God's word without $395,000. Let me see here. There's just no way. There's no way. If only, if only we had something that would allow an individual to be able to speak to people all around the world a way that would be very easy for them to access and it would not be very expensive and they would have some way of turning on some kind of a device and they could speak and people all around the world could listen live and people all around the world could possibly download that boldly proclaimed word of God that was preached and taught. If only there was some. Oh, yeah, I think it's, oh, yeah, it's called the internet. Yeah. And if there was only a way that you could record a file, right, and it could be uploaded to one site, and then that one site would distribute your file to all kinds of different apps that people all around the world could download the app, and if they're searching for something, they could find your boldly, you boldly proclaiming God's word, and, well, on that file, you see what? Oh yeah, that's called podcasting. Yeah. So you record yourself boldly proclaiming God's word. It's uploaded to one site. That site distributes it out to all different podcasting apps. And you can really pretty much pull that off. If I, maybe, it, maybe it requires $395,000 to accomplish that. Maybe Maybe it re- maybe it requires three hundred. No, it actually it doesn't. You could be well. You could you could go live and upload all of your messages, and then they could it could be distributed to all kinds of podcasting apps. And you could do that, say, with Sermons Two Point Sermon Audio and the Church One app. You could pull all of that off for around fifty dollars a month. Hmm. $395,000 are $50 a month. Wow. And if you wanted to be on a different site, say the Spreaker app, which allows you to broadcast live and once again distributes all of your material, all of your boldly proclaiming God's word content, you can do that for about 100 and I think it's about $120, $130 a month. Okay. So $130. And 50, that's still a long ways away from 395,000. Now, if you don't care about broadcasting live and you just want to be able to, to record yourself boldly proclaiming God's word, you could use something like the Anchor podcasting platform, which is absolutely free. And you could upload your content there and it could be distributed to all the different podcasting apps. Oh, and there's other, I think, uh, sermons.net. I think there's about... I think they have a, I think they have a I think they're uh made I think they have different levels but I think for about $50 a month you could do it on sermons.net and I think they will even create a standalone app for you as well. So so there's all kinds of platforms and you can do it all for relatively cheap and all you have to do is turn on a microphone and grab a bible and boldly proclaim the truth. Times have changed. 
And what's interesting is I'm assuming the $395,000 that has to be raised by June 30, it must be raised. I I guess, does it go to the fact that, um, well, this is from, if you don't know who this is from, oh, I guess it's from Moody Church Media, Moody Church Media, but it's signed by Pastor Lutzer of Moody Church. Now, he has the Moody, what's the Moody Church Hour? That's just the broadcasting of sermons from Moody Church. They have Running to Win, which is a 15-minute program. I think there is a 25-minute version, which is basically just the edited versions of the sermons preached at Moody Church. And that's all the, that's, now you have Moody Radio, so maybe the $395,000 is going to go to Moody Radio, maybe, but I mean, that's radio. Again, what did I, what did I, t- see, it's easy to criticize the fact they're asking for $395,000. It's, but I want you to think about this. Hasn't times changed? Hey, we need $395,000. We have to have it. And and that's pro- just before June 30th. And then, then I, who knows, I'll get another email. Who knows how many months from now? They'll need another 500,000, 300,000, 600,000. You, you know how it works on Christian radio or Christian ministries. They're always asking for money. And you start thinking like, wait a minute, church attendance is down all across the board. It's just down everywhere. It, it's just down. Th- things have changed. So why would ministry still, in a sense, be trying to raise money for and support kind of a antiquated way of reaching people? I mean, we're in 2022. Okay, the internet's been around. That technology has been around. There's all kinds of ways to reach people now. Why are they still trying to focus on antiquated ways. And I really want to know, you're, 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 I mean, th- there's a little bit of arrogance here. Hey, the country is miles downstream because of this radical drift of the culture and, or, or the, yeah, the, a cut, the country is downstream. It's about to go over the waterfall because of this radical cultural shift. This radical cultural drift is the word they use. It's about to go over. And we, and the only way to stop the country from going over the waterfall is you can't have weak churches. And the only way to fix weak churches is boldly proclaim God's word. And I guess the only one who can really do this is Moody Media because they need $395,000 in the next, what, 20 days? Or what happens? Moody Church Media ceases to exist? So you're telling me all of those ministries and preachers and teachers who are either, I say, on, uh, I don't know, sermons.net, the Sermons 2.0 app, Sermon Audio, um, the Edify Christian Podcast app, all of those churches that are on all of those other platforms— None of them are 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 sufficient. You, you got to have Moody. Oh, without Moody, it's over. It's oh, it, it just seems like a. I, I mean, to me, first of all, it just seems like they're not realizing times are changing. I mean, they forget changing. They've changed. I mean, come on. Every minister, every ministry under the. Uh, uh, all over the world can have a microphone sitting on a desk and at any time like, all right, let's do a Bible study. All right, let's do a devotional. All right, let's boldly proclaim God's word. Let's let's look at what's happening in the culture from a theological perspective. That technology has been there for a long time. You can go live hours and hours and hours a day preaching and preaching and teaching and preaching and teaching and preaching and teaching. Here, 395,000. Again, this is not what I wanted to talk about, but uh, it's hard with, 
And I didn't go looking for this. I don't want you to, I wasn't searching the internet. It, it was sent to my email inbox. And I'm just sitting here going, this is crazy. They go on to say this. Help us reach this goal so we can reach new languages and the next generation for years to come. Please send your gift now to help us lift up the banner of God's word to our culture and the world. Now, I, I've got to stop right here. So I don't know. Uh, well, there's just so much we could say there. I'm just going to continue. Um, and then they go on to say, P.S., your generous gift will strengthen my hand in teaching truth and warning against the dangerous direction our culture is taking. We are doing this faithfully through Moody Church Media, and I welcome your vital support today, especially as the June 30th deadline approaches. Thank you again. Then you click on a, a Help Now button or tab, and uh, and uh, you start off, the lowest you can give is $25. Oh, well, I guess you, I, okay, never mind. They have a, uh, they have a, do have an other place where you can place a, a different amount, but they want you, they basically, they want you to either 25, 50, 100, 250, $500. And then they want, they, there's a box option where you can automatically repeat this gift every month and become an endurance partner. You can become an endurance partner. And that's Moody Church media. Now, again, we could just criticize the money aspect of it. Seems so just manipulative. You know, the culture is adrift. The culture is miles downstream and about to go over the waterfall. And that's America. And the only way to stop it, well, you got to boldly proclaim God's word, but the church is weak and a weak church allows evil to flourish. Oh, and we've got to throw in Hitler. Okay. But we're doing it right here at Moody. Moody, we're, we're, we're taking a stand. But guess what? We must, we must have $395,000. We could just like, it just seems manipulative. It just seems crass. It seems fleshly. It seems like some kind of money raising campaign that you would see in the world. Sadly, we've seen it in the church forever, but you get the idea. It's easy to criticize that. But to me, it just seems to be, do they not realize things have changed? the way people engage spiritual truth, the way people find it, the, the ability to, to produce content. I mean, it just seems like that this is some antiquated idea, like, hey, guys, look, the only way we can get God's word out to people is through radio. And to be on radio stations, they usually charge us, and it's expensive for them to charge us. Now, in many Christian radio stations, the, the truth is they don't charge the ministries. And if the ministries are not being charged, then all you're doing is sending them a digital file for them to play at a specific time. So a lot of times what you'll hear Christian radio is like, hey, we don't charge the ministries to be on our, pro on our uh, broadcast, on our airwaves. So we need you to support us so you can continue to hear those programs. So, but then the ministries are like, hey, it costs a lot to be on radio. So you got to get, and sometimes there's a disconnect in who's telling, some, put it this way, sometimes it feels a little disingenuous. That's all I can say. Now, there are some cases where you are charged to be on Christian radio. I know, because I used to be on Christian radio and I was charged money to, to be so until we got kicked off for well, criticizing some things that happened in the world of Christianity. They didn't want that. But um, but in either case, it just seems like radio is such an antiquated way to still reach people. And the thing is, if you're if you're that desperate that in 20 days you don't have $395,000, you're in trouble. Maybe it's time to refocus on how you do ministry. Because I just explained a very 
affordable ways where he, uh, Pastor Lutzer could be, uh, well, standing behind a pulpit, sitting in an office, sitting in his house with a microphone, preaching and 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 just discipling, teaching, expounding scripture, exegeting scripture, just and just could be, it could be everywhere. I, I, I look, I have the same issue when, when ministries today are like, you know, look, we're, we need to, we need, we need to strengthen the church and the church is weak and there needs to be better disciples and they need to, they need to be discipled and they need to be preached. And we're going to do that job for the church. We're going to do that job for you. And you can, and what you need to do is come to our conference and we're going to let you, we're going to, we're going to disciple you. We're going to change your life. We've got the truth you need. And it will only cost you $300 to get inside a church to hear someone preach the Bible. It will only cost you a hundred dollars to get inside a church. To, and you're just kind of like, are you really that interested in ministering? Because you could probably do it for, I don't know. How about free? Is that possible? Yeah, I mean, there, there's lots of questions to be raised here. But again, church attendance is way down. And there's a lot of talk about people now, again, the church moving to the metaverse, the, the church moving to virtual reality, which is even going to greatly more impact. So if churches are dramatically, their attendance is down, you know, it's dramatically going to impact their income. So that means a lot of churches could be hurting. So what do we, do we need a new way of thinking about ministry going forward? Do we need a new paradigm? Do we need a new, do we need a new way of thinking how to move forward? Obviously, Moody Media, they need $395,000 to move forward. It's just, it's hard for me to even wrap my mind around that number. $395,000. That's just absolutely insane. And sometimes it's just weird because it seems the bigger the church, and it, and maybe this is not a fair criticism, but I've just seen it so many times over my Christian life. Sometimes these churches that have so many resources, right? They've got buildings. They've got rooms all over the place that could turn into many studios. They've got multiple teaching pastors. They've got Sunday school teachers. They've got, they've got everything. Literally, they could be just bombarding the, the digital airwaves with the internet, with teaching after teaching after teaching. Sometimes it's the big churches who just seem always need money. They produce so little content. And sometimes it's some little church, you know, with someone just sitting with a microphone producing content, 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 content. And it's like, why is the, the bigger churches have the team? They have the staff. They could be broadcasting 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But no, it, it, sometimes it's a smaller ministry. It's a smaller ministry. And, and, I'm, and I just, I don't, I, like, I, it's easy to, cr to criticize the 395,000. And many people won't criticize that. That's okay. But it just seems it, it's an antiquated, it just seems like that that's what you would get or hear, you know, churches, you, you may not have, you did not necessarily receive it, uh, obviously, in email back, say, the late 80s and early 90s. But you would get the, you would either see them on TV, hear them on radio, we need this much money, or you'd get something in the mail, we need your money, we need your money, or you would get a phone call. Oh man, I remember getting phone calls from different ministries saying, we need this much money, 
Um, so, but then, so it's always money, 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 money. And now, and now it's, it's, it's the same, but everything's changed. I, again, you can literally create a podcast with the anchor podcasting platform for free. And, and you can get your, you can't broadcast live via that, but you, I'm saying for, for even the most expensive options are no more than a hundred, a hundred, a hundred and hundred and twenty dollars a month. Now, yes, that can still be expensive and you still need money to pay for it. But I, I just, I just $395,000. And now again, it doesn't explain what it's going to go to. It's very vague. I, other than it's good, we're gonna get we're gonna use three hundred ninety five thousand dollars so that we can boldly proclaim God's word. And I'm like, you can't figure out a way to boldly proclaim God's word for less than three hundred ninety five thousand dollars, and that's only just at the end of the year, of their fiscal year or financial year, however they word it. It just there's got to be a different way of thinking. There's got to be a different way of thinking. There has to be, or, or, or am I am I completely way? you put it this way. There's probably ministries right now will be like, you just don't understand. You don't understand. And you're right. Maybe I don't understand. Maybe, maybe there's something I'm missing. I just think that, you know, even before the internet was, even before I had the technological understanding and how I could get my messages on the internet, even before I knew how to do that. Um, we recorded messages. I would record messages with the, the you know, broken equipment that I had and place them on cassette. And then I got a cassette duplicator. And then I put an ad, I think, in the Sword of the Lord. I can't remember where. Anybody wants free Bible teaching, just contact us. And then we sent them out everywhere. And we didn't uh, charge anyone a, a, a penny for the cassettes. We were sending them all over. There was some island. I can't remember where. It was costing us almost $18 for shipping. It was crazy. We had to tell them, hey, to, to ship one cassette to you is $18. So what we're going to do is wait and save up like four or five cassettes to try to save us money. But we didn't ask any money. And we sent them out. We even placed, uh, we recorded cassettes. And we placed them in a fishbowl and we asked the Christian bookstores could just put that on the counter to just give away. And anyone could take a cassette of whatever I taught on that particular week uh, for free. Once again, didn't ask it, didn't ask for any money. Then once we figured out how to get our messages online, we, we immediately put them online and didn't charge any money. And that was even way before the whole podcasting thing became uh, uh, anything. So we've always figured out how to do so always. And it just seems like every time I turn around, ministries are like, you know, we can't do it unless we have this much money. And it's like, I don't know. Now I understand you need money. Trust me. Trust me. I know. And I don't think there's, and make it very clear. I don't think there's anything wrong with asking for money. I'm, I'm not even cr criticizing that. It just seems sometimes you're just like, it's one thing to say, I don't know. I guess it's one thing to say, hey, guys, if you would like to support this ministry, there's the option. And then don't say anything else. Don't say anything else. But I, I, I'm thinking if you need $395,000 in 20 days, and it it's a must-have, maybe it's time to re, refocus how you're doing ministry. Maybe. I don't know. You can tell me what you think. It's to me, it's just another 
it, it's it's manipulative and there's a lot of problems with it. But it, it to me, just seems uh, symptomatic of what I have seen throughout the body of Christ for pretty much my entire Christian life. Every time it's money, money, money. And I even know how important so, supposedly a sermon is or a sermon series is. They somehow got to get money for the preaching of it. And it just seems crazy because I know there's a lot of small ministries out there of people recording things and posting them online and they're not charging anyone a dime. And they're able to do so. In many cases, they're reaching lots of people. So I don't know. But I had to address it because it got sent to me. It just got, and so I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about it again. Maybe you have a different perspective. Maybe you have a different angle on it. And I know many will be like, how dare you criticize? It's perfectly okay to ask for $395,000 and make sure we get it in the next 20 days. I mean, I mean, inflation is through the roof and people are paying like, you know, $100 to fill up their gas tanks. But hey, 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 you know, look, you look, do you see how bad the world is without our preaching of God? God's word, we're, we're going over the cliff. So, you know, I know you, it's going to cost you $100 to put gas in your car this week, but hey, send us some money because we, you want the word of God to be proclaimed, right? It just seems, I don't know, a, an odd time to be asking for that much money in that short period of time. But maybe, but you watch, they'll far exceed it. They'll far, I guarantee you, I'll get an email probably somewhere close to that saying, thank you so much. Um, we, we brought in $800,000. We brought in a million dollars. Isn't God great? And it's and then, and then about three months later, we need $250,000. Or, or, and it's just like, what in the world? But I get these emails all the time from ministries. I do. I do. I get these all the time. Well, what, I, what I've been tempted to do is, is one time is like, oh, so you need money to proclaim God's word. And I, and I want to just take a picture of the setup I have here, right? Have a a hundred dollar microphone sitting on top of four books. Okay, I don't even have an actual mic stand. And over here to the left, I have a very cheap Dell laptop. Dell laptop, and um, that's it. <laughs> that's it. And I just want to say, maybe maybe Moody Ministry, maybe maybe Moody Media could send me. $3,000. Maybe maybe I should contact uh, Pastor Lutzer and go, hey, I, you know, the country is adrift and it's about to go over the waterfall and the church is weak. So what we need right now is more and more people preaching the word of God. And I need, I must have right now your $3,000 or it's over. It's done. Will you send $3,000 to me right now? And I bet you I won't hear a word back from, maybe I should try it. And I could take a photograph of, well, my setup and go $3,000. I could get a MacBook. Ooh, that would be great. Maybe I could get a mic stand. That would be, but I, I doubt that um, Moody Media would really be that interested in that. I, I, I doubt they would be that interested. I doubt it. Makes you kind of wonder, right? I would rather someone raise $300,000 for the different platforms that allows ministries that are small to be able to make it. For example, the Sermon Audio with Sermons 2.0 app, the Church One app. I mean, they're providing a service for, well, all millions of sermons to be proclaimed 
and the word of God to be taught boldly, right? That that to me is sermons.net is doing the same thing. I'd rather they get 300,000 so that those platforms can be even more improved and expand so that people can preach and then their content being sent, say, from Sermon Audio or Sermons.net or, or wherever, be sent to all kinds of different platforms, to all the different podcasting apps and become even more, become even better at it. You know, I mean, the Spreaker is great at it. You know, I, I just, I just, as soon as I'm done talking, as soon, as soon as I'm done talking, I mean, the second I'm done talking here in a minute, my content is going to be everywhere. It's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on Pandora, Amazon Music, Deezer, Apple Podcasts. It's going to be on Google Pod. It's going to be on uh, every podcast app you can think of. It'll, ju- it may take about 15 to 20 minutes, but I'm not going to have to do anything. It's just, just, just going to be automatically just sent there. Boom. Just done. Done. And uh, for every platform doing that, that to me seems far more a better investment because you're helping uh, a lot of people get the content out. Now, I'm not saying it's not important to help individual ministries. I'm not saying it's not. Just saying $300,000 for one ministry to be able to boldly proclaim God's word. That's just a lot of money, but I don't know. I don't know. It's the it's just what's happened in the Christian world forever. It does, it does raise lots of questions. I just tell you that it does raise lots of questions. But there you have it. Again, I just think, I think things are changing. I just think things are changing. It's just going to be interesting to see. Church attendance continues to drop. A lot of these mega churches are going to go bye-bye. And if things do move to some kind of, I don't know if the virtual reality church thing will ever catch on. I don't know. But I think there's there's changes coming, and I just don't know what it's going to look like. I have I don't I can't make any specific predictions. I just feel like things are moving in a are going to move in a different direction, and church is going to have to rethink maybe some of these antiquated ways. All right, you can email me newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. Just remember, I must receive, I, what number should I choose? $3,000 by 7 p.m. tonight. I must, I must, because without $3,000, I will not be able to walk up the stairs to this second story room and sit behind this microphone and press a button and go live because it's going to cost me $3,000 to do that. Now, if you're not, if you did not hear the beginning of this, that's sarcasm. Okay, that's sarcasm. Okay, all right. But uh, it, it is, it is interesting the where things are going. But we'll see. All right. Okay. Hopefully, no one misunderstood anything I was saying there. I just think it's something to look, to consider. All right. Thanks for listening. God bless.